And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies, and we just love doing that. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today we're going to review a film called My Sister's Keeper. Uh It is a very depressing film because it's about a desperately sick young girl played by Sofia Vasilyeva. She has a younger sister, Abigail Breslin, and her parents are Jason Patrick and Cameron Diaz. These are all the Fitzgerald family. Mm -hmm. What has happened here is, first they had their oldest son, Jesse, played by Evan Ellingson. Then when Kate was born, she very quickly develops leukemia. And to save her life, they genetically engineer the birth of their youngest child, Anna, Mm -hmm. played here by Abigail Breslin. And from the time she is a newborn, Anna is going through all sorts of procedures, surgical and medical procedures, to help the sister who's ill who's very ill Mm -hmm. to help her live when she's about 11 years old anna decides she doesn't want to do this anymore and she learns about earning medical emancipation from her parents and to do that she hires what we all know as a television lawyer we see them Mm -hmm. (laughs) advertise themselves on television all the time he is Campbell Alexander, played by, of all people, Alec Baldwin. Right. And this is the story of this film. They do a lot of flashbacks, so sometimes you can't quite tell what's happening and what's not happening. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can tell you is that everybody in this film has problems. Everybody has a tragedy. This isn't a three-hanky weeper. This is a 3,000-hanky weeper. I wanted to call it my sister's weeper, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know, it's such a sad, sad, sad film with not a soupçon of relief. And it's really excruciating to get through, I must say. It's not that the movie won't move you, but frankly, the preceding two hours leading to the inevitable unhappy ending. You're so suffocated by what you've seen for the previous 120 minutes, you actually are looking forward to the very unhappy ending. And that's a hard thing to say because it sounds like I'm making light of this movie and I'm not at all. But the movie does not work because the focus is off, the sadness is unrelenting, there is absolutely not one light moment in this film. Well, they try. They have a dog that chases his tail, and they attempt some humor between the two sisters. But those moments are minuscule compared to the atmosphere of doom and gloom that hangs over this film. Well, I have been ill. It was a long time ago. I have recovered, but it's still very difficult for me to watch I would imagine it would be. However, I took a packet of Kleenex with me, and I never opened it because this film was so relentlessly manipulative in terms of, well, now we've got to make him cry again. We let him go for 90 seconds without crying. Let's do something else. Right. That I finally thought, oh, come on, let me alone. Even when I was in the hospital, even when I had tubes all over the place, I wasn't this miserable. So I started feeling a little bit resentful of this movie. By the way, the director is Nick Cassavetes. He is the son of the late John Cassavetes, who was a brilliant director back in the 60s. Well, Nick did a very good job with The Notebook, a movie that I really enjoyed. Definitely. And I think he likes doing movies that have this kind of a theme or movies that are heart tuggers or tear jerkers. He seems to have a real bent for that kind of a film. But 
I want to get back to some of the reasons why this film doesn't work. Okay. And mainly, there are too many stories going on here, even if you take the tragedy out of the equation altogether. You have the story of the little girl who's suing her parents because she wants to be medically emancipated, right. and she doesn't want to have to donate even a kidney, which is the last chance for her older sister to live. And she decides and announces that she just doesn't want to do it. So you have that plot line. Then you have the plot line of the mother who is very angry with the daughter, of course, for betraying her and the whole family. And Cameron Diaz plays it very nicely, I would say, but she plays it without makeup and with a very heavy heart. It's not a subtle performance, but it's okay. Then you have the plot line just between the two sisters, and then you have people doing voiceover narration. You have the brother narrating for a few minutes, then you have the sisters narrating, then you have the mother, then you have the plot line with the lawyer, and then you go into a courtroom situation where you have Joan Cusack as Judge DeSalva, who is going to sit and decide whether this young girl can go through with this lawsuit against her family. Okay, let's talk about Joan Cusack for a minute. She's a very good actress. She always has been. Uh She plays this judge who, six months earlier, lost her own daughter, a very similar age to Anna's. And so she's very, very sad about this. And Joan Cusack plays this role wherein... Every second she is on screen, she is twitching. Her mouth is twitching. Her nose is twitching. Her eyes are twitching. She's looking around for ghosts. I don't know what got into her to do this role this way, but it got ridiculous very, very quickly for me. It did. And then you have Alec Baldwin, who is the lawyer representing Abigail Breslin in the film, and he too has a terrible illness. He's a victim of epilepsy. And you see him actually falling down on the courtroom floor and having a mal seizure. Come on, folks. I mean, this got to be overwhelming. It was so calamitous that it almost became satirical, darkly humorous in a terrible, terrible way. Not that anyone, or nor was I laughing, but I got to thinking, they've got to stop this. And I wanted to say, you know, uncle, I've had enough. I've seen enough. Stop already with the tragedy. I think that this is what happened to this film. I wasn't looking forward to going to see it because of its background, but I didn't want to be made miserable. I was not miserable watching this film. There were moments that were. I think that Sofia Vasilyeva was excellent in this film, even though the poor child played it with her hair shaved through 90% of it. Everybody else I have a problem with. Okay, I think that this film you can compare to a great, great tearjerker called Terms of Endearment, the James Brooks movie. He got that concept just right. He combines great, great humor, colorful, eccentric, wonderful characters, and then you have the wonderful story between McLean and Jack Nicholson and Shirley MacLaine and her daughter, Deborah Winger, and it's very clear the mother and daughter relationship is the crux of that story, and it never wavers. This film is all over the place. Too many points of view. Story is diffused. The focus goes out the window. Noble, noble effort here, Les. Plucky, plucky performances by those two young actresses. I agree with you. Abigail Breslin and Sofia Vasilyeva. And nice work from Cameron Diaz. And always dependable work from Alec Baldwin. But for me, this is not a well-constructed film. Not at all. And the sustained misery of the plot makes this a joyless red light experience. Too much of the direction was done with a heavy heart and a hand by a well-meaning Nick Cassavetes, but you want to say eventually, lighten up. (laughs) 
Well, I wish he had lightened up a little bit. I am not going to give this a red light, Anne. I want to know who you're going to recommend this movie to go to see. Because who wants to sit for two hours and see five or six hugely tragic events? And the only living thing that doesn't have a problem in this movie is the dog. Well, that's true. It's a cute dog, too. No, I am going to recommend it to anybody who wants to see these two young women, Sofia Vasilyeva and Abigail Breslin, really bring a lot that is demanded from very young actresses to this role. So I'm giving it a yellow light. I'm certainly not going to recommend it to everyone. I think that a lot of women will enjoy it, certainly more than men do, more than I did. So a yellow light from me for My Sister's Keeper and a red light from Anne. The director is Nick Cassavetes, and the stars are Cameron Diaz, Abigail Breslin, Sofia Vasilyeva, Jason Patrick, Alec Baldwin, and Joan Cusack. Okay, we're going to be back with another film to review. We hope you're going to stick around and listen to us. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're betting that you're going to keep listening for more Greenlight Reviews. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.